0: Warning, this episode contains mature language, adult situations, political intrigue, street fights, yakuza, ex gymnast, Ryuchi Ikigami art, insane wannabe model slash wrestlers, and incriminating photography. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Episode 107.
0: Airmaster strives to become the youngest Japanese Prime Minister.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Monger Review. I'm your host, This is Cal. Hey, how you guys doing today? Pretty good, we're hoping. Uh, as you guess, we're a little late. Well, if you've listened to ep- episode 9 of the Spark and Movie Review, you'll understand, but since some of you don't listen to that, you just skip over. We're just going to get into it straight up. What happened was, due to certain circumstances, including a death in the family and the computer dying and a couple of other shit... August was not a very kind month We'll just leave it at that And Cal also went on vacation again
0: Yep, I did I went on a cruise Got very sunburned to the Bahamas
1: Bermuda, Bahama
0: Come on, pretty mama
1: Key Lago, Monte. Hey a- Alright, whatever Now, how many of you kids know what that song is from? Send us an email, sparking at gmail.com Or No Googling Yes, no Googling you have to know it. Hey, you have to send an MB3 of you singing it. Yes.
0: Acapella version.
1: And you can call us at 206 350 8462 with that. That again is 206 350 8462. Our website is sparkin.com. Actually, www.sparkin.com. I didn't pay for sparkin.com. You have to put www in front of it, unfortunately. And you can check out our. Rants and raves on our forum, spirokin at com, And, like I said, email us at sparkingmail.com, zan@sparkin.com com,
0: zan at or... cal at gmail
1: Yeah, so we're pretty behind schedule because of the computer loss and all that stuff. I've lost a couple of episodes, so we're re-recording a lot of them, which really sucks, but hopefully we'll get better reviews and better ratings and other things going on over time. And, well, so should we get right into it? Because in very far in the past, well, of the beginning of August it's already september back then we spun the wheel of manga and it dictated unto us that we'd be reviewing two very interesting stories we would go over news but to be honest with you well it's been a while yeah we can't go over emails though before that and we got an interesting email which you actually forwarded to me from a guy named well i sent it to you actually you want to read it or should i
0: Let's see. Spyrokin Crew recently came across your show and find it quite interesting. It definitely passes the time while I'm stuck at work. And I'm slowly moving through the sl- the show archive, though also keeping up with the newest releases. Looking through the review archive, I, however, noticed that one subgenre is very underrepresented among the review uh, manga so far, and that is sports manga. While I haven't listened to all the episodes yet, and I might not have, o- I might have overlooked something. The only sports manga I can identify in it is P2. Let's play Ping Pong, which is definitely not a representation of the genre as a whole. He gives us a list for the Wheel of Manga.
1: Which is all sports manga, and I will say that Initial D doesn't count. Even though he says that motorsports is still a sport, I disagree. That's a racing manga. And also, Hikari no Go technically counts because that is a sport in Japan. And I'm surprised you didn't. You put Hajime no Ippo, but you didn't put Ashita no Joe. But you're saying it's impossible to find these titles in English. You can find it on Scanlation. But again, that's another topic we're not going to talk to. Also, he says that my last name is pronounced similar to the English word Primal. And you can also call me Chaos of 99, my common handle on the internet, e.g., the Anime Pulse forums, Inspire, and Manga Review forums and he says stick planetes on the wheel some time. Thank you. Well, we sent an email to him saying and I quote, to Stefan Thanks for the email. Hope you are enjoying the episode so far It is always great to hear that we are we are helping in creating delinquency at work or at school. Now, what do you think about the movie review podcast? Like it or not? Let us know. Now, here's the thing It's true that every time we try to spin the wheel of manga to get a sports manga, it never picks it. It jumps over it And the thing is, that's the problem with us really not cheating and allowing and for us allowing chance to choose our mangas. Hence my review of Worst, Angel Sanctuary, and Bombos vs. Everything. (laughs) Which, as we all know, I hated those mangas very much. But, contrary to what you said, we've had a couple of other sports-related titles. I mean, think about it, we had PK, which was about kickboxing even though it says Player Killer. (laughs) <laughs> which I think is bullshit. <laughs> Air Gears was about rollerblading. Now isn't rollerblading a sport? I guess technically. It, that's a sport. Yeah, it's exi. It's a sports manga. Tengo Tenge is about a martial arts club. I mean, even worst, which was about gang wrestling for control of territory. It's about gangs and and then Yakitate Japan. I mean, it's about bread, but it's still that insanity and intensity that sports mangas have. You learn new bread recipes and new things and new techniques. Same thing with kaiji. Kaiji was about gambling, but it still had that same passion that most sports mangas have. Also, thanks for the lists. Um, We're going to use your list probably in episode 110 for the sports manga. However, you did leave us another list on the thesparkin.rapboards.com which we're going to be using in this episode even though Cal cringed in fear when I showed it to him <laughs> so we should have some fun with that I think that's it we also got another e- little email from someone named well, oh yes, so on another note before we get, as we're going through the emails we, due to certain issues, we were declined on our panel for Comic-Con 2010, sadly so we will both, well, I'll be at Comic-Con because I sell my press pass and I'm going to be on the Ninja Consultants panel apparently if if Aaron ever gets back to me, but it looks like well we're not gonna have a panel, so you can't meet us unless you find us on Twitter. Twitter. You should go though. You should take. You should. You should get the tickets and go. I might go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a little expensive. It's like forty dollars, but still, it'll be fun. Let's see if we can rant and attack people and harass them and throw poop at them.
0: <laughs> That's really enticing people to go.
1: Nah, 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 nah. Oh, we did get an email from the infamous Ruby. And she wants us to know if we want to be a co-host on her Cake Cast. Cake Cast. Mm. I don't know. I don't think we should go.
0: What's Cake Cast?
1: I don't know. It's a podcast she made. She made up. She never went to it. But apparently, with everything going on with Ruby, well, I don't think that's gonna happen. I'm kind
0: of intrigued. Cake.
1: I mean, what are they gonna talk about? They is the cake about? a lie? If you listen to the Companion Cube, yes, the cake is a lie. Mm. Speaking of which, are you getting Portal Two? Of course I am. I already pre-ordered. I can't wait for it. Supposedly, there's a rumor that you actually get a you get a CD with it because they remade uh, Still Alive. Really? Yeah, well, it's gonna be the voice of the other guy, the other AI.
0: Ah, boo.
1: Like Glados, Glados. I like the trailer. Glados is like, it's like, hopefully we can work together, you murderer. This was a try. Yes, several games are coming out in the next couple of weeks. We could have talked about it with Comic Con, but we didn't. There's a uh...
0: Well, Metroid Prime, or not Metroid Prime, Metroid Other M just came out, Halo Reach, that's a big one, that's coming out in like two weeks. It's coming out tomorrow. No, I thought it was September 14th.
1: I thought it was the 7th. No, I think it's next. But we're not going to look, we're just going to rant off the bat. We have, of course, Spider-Man Shattered Universes, The Shattered Dimensions, which comes out tomorrow, which Mm. is the 7th. We're recording on Labor Day. Yeah, Labor Day. A holiday which is useless.
0: Yeah, it's a day off though It's, it's well, you, an excuse oh, for a day true. off
1: True But what else is there? There's Fallout coming out There's Epic Mickey coming out Um What else? Duke Nukem okay. Forever finally has screenshots Finally after ten years How does
0: it look? I kind of completely lost it It looks beautiful really? Actually,
1: No, you see him fight someone And then he shoots a bad guy And then you see him These ships are coming And he flips off the, <laughs> the camera huh, Interesting So it's Duke Nukem Okay
0: I don't know What else is
1: coming out In the
0: next few weeks? I don't, I
1: don't know Well, uh, several games are coming out Besides Epic Mickey and... Well, there's
0: the Kirby and Donkey Kong Country. Those are going to come out soon. Like, yeah. Relatively soon.
1: Icarus is supposed to be coming
0: out Christmas. I want the 3DS, but I don't know when that's coming out. Christmas,
1: supposedly. I don't know. Here or in Japan? Here. Hmm. Unfortunately, our friend Corrado, well, he no longer works in the gaming field. He kind of went crazy. I don't Ye- know what's up with him. Yeah, he disappeared. He completely went AWOL. His phone was turned off. His Facebook account is gone. His apartment's boarded up. And, well, I don't know. Corrado, if you're out there and you're listening, I doubt you're listening to this podcast, but if you're listening, if you're worried about your buddy, give us a call back. Let us know you're at least fucking alive, man. Don't let some stupid schmuck ruin everything. Say lovey. That's life. So, we should get on with it. There's other emails and other things, but we have, like, a lot of stuff to go through. And I'm not going to read any more of Sigfrido's messages. He sends us lots of them. He's a great fan. I'm going to give you that. He is a very cool fan. He's now in the States now. Is he? Yes, he doesn't say what state he's in. He just says, I'm in the States now, and I have my own apartment. It really sucked taking a plane over here. I think the home took a lot on me on the plane. College is really hard. I don't get on top of my homework, and I only have two classes, but they're very hard. Mm. Okay, so what classes do you have? And more importantly, where? what state are you in? Are you in UCLA? Are you in New York? Are you in Texas? Are you in Florida? Are you in Connecticut? Are you in Ohio? What's another obscure state that we, no one ever thinks about when they think of the United States? Um, Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky. And we've alienated all of our fans from Kentucky now. <laughs> yeah, but the fact is, they're not real people. <laughs> Wisconsin. The only reason why people know about them is because of cheese. More cows than people in Wisconsin. Yeah, well, this is not like Idaho where. Do you think the
0: cows listen to the podcast? No, maybe it makes the
1: milk, you know, healthier. No, that's the, that's the South Park podcast. They listen to listen to, and they use the cow ray to take over. <laughs> Old South Park reference.
0: That's yeah. That's from
1: like the, that's from like the first season. Yep. Most you kids don't remember the first season. <laughs> the cow ray. Who built the the aliens just dropped the cow ray.
0: The so is ridiculous. It's uh, great, but it's ridiculous. Yes.
1: Oh, speaking of which, before we get into it, let's talk about that too. The show is for the fall. Is there anything you're gonna be watching? Smallville and Supernatural,
0: hands down, definitely. Season finale of True Blood is next week. I can't wait. Um, for the fall, let's see what else for the fall. I don't know off the top of my head Lost ended 24 ended those I watched those but those are gone um I don't know
1: well I want to see that show No or, no Ordinary Family looks pretty cool so one of the families, a bunch of super powered people sadly with the loss of Heroes there's not much else out but I'm watching going to watch Smallville mainly because you got me into freaking Smallville again after season 4 because 1 through 4 I was really not happy with it was Clark's Creek but then it got good well 5 sucked but then 6 was good yeah And hopefully Michael Rosenbaum comes back for Smallville. I might watch Chuck. I don't know. I'm not really a fan of it. I don't like the fact they took over the slot for Heroes. But it's not a bad show. But I'm not a fan of it. I like it. I like some of the jokes they do, but not really a fan of it. I want to see Walking Dead. That comes out on Halloween night. And they already got season two. So that tells you something. Before they even aired, they said, we're going to do season two. That says something.
0: Already they announced season two? That hasn't even come out yet.
1: Yeah, but A&E, most of their shows on A&E are really
0: good. I've actually, speaking of them, I've been getting into Mad Men. I've watched the first two seasons. That show is fantastic, in my opinion.
1: It, But the thing is, you have to pay attention to that show. You can't just start in the middle, which I tried doing. No, no, no. I watched from the first episode. and It's worth it. Well, they got Mad Men, which is a great show. They got Breaking Bad, which is an awesome show. and I've, That's on my list of, of
0: shows to watch. I
1: haven't, I haven't started it yet, though. But we have a lot of good shows, and of course, like I said, we're going to have uh, Walking Dead, which that show is going to be excellent. The graphic novel, the comic book, is it's fucked up and strange, and I want to see how they do it. You've read it, right? Mm, I never read it. But I heard it wasn't going to be
0: as violent
1: as the graphic novel. They said they got as violent as they could, though. Yeah, I'm sure AE, you know, they made pushed the boundaries. But they pushed the boundaries of it. Hmm, I think that's it for shows. Unless. There's Jeopardy, which had Pat Sajak on it, as is a contestant. Je- Pat Sajak's a contestant on Jeopardy? It was the weirdest thing who's, possible. Who was his competition? Two random people, and then like, it's like, this is Billy, and this is Jody, and Pat Sajak. And like, How did he do? Did Pat Sajak do alright? Just put it this way. Within seven minutes, half the board was cleared. He had $40,000. Wow, so he's a smart guy? He was on top of it. Wow. He knew it all. And the last thing, the last line was dedicated just to him. You know what it said? What? The last one is, I'd like to buy another vowel. That was the last row on Jeopardy. <laughs> and he got everything. He's, he's a smart bastard. Oh, I'd hope
0: he'd get that one right.
1: When I saw it, you know who immediately I saw? It? Pat Chase, like, oh God, please say Trebek is on, not <laughs> Trebek, uh, uh, sh- Connery is, is one of the, <laughs> or uh, the guy who played Connery. Damn you, Trebek. What was, uh, uh, what was his name? Daryl SN- Hammond. Daryl Hammond. Hammond as Sean Connery. Like, this is the greatest <laughs> moment ever. Actual Jeopardy. Daryl Hammond dressed up as Sean Connery. And him being that rude to Alec Trebek. <laughs> that would be the greatest episode ever. Yeah. I think the show would be cancelled at that point, but <laughs> it would be brilliant. SNL does have a few good skits. Well, not days. anymore. Every now and then. Not with the new cast. New cast, I hate when Passion. Uh, alright. So, you want to talk about some manga? Yeah, we should get into the manga. I think we've only been talking for 15 minutes. But yeah, I think we should get into the manga. Yeah, get okay. that out of the way. Just a little bit. Yeah, so, if you remember from the last episode of the Spirekin manga review, we spun... The Wheel of Manga. And it dictated us to be we reviewing two very interesting, very unique, and diverse series. Two series which are complete opposites of each other. I mean, mine is a, technically a sports manga, but yours is... Mine's you? definitely not a sports manga. Mine's political intrigue, political thriller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very just yeah. what the fuck. Yeah. So okay. So which one do you want to do first? Uh, let's get the political intrigue out of the way. Right. Cuz of course it's Ikegami and I I not don't have, I think he's a great artist. He's really fucked up when he works with Kazuo Koike as I showed you, but he's a good, very good, well, author, well, artist. All right, so basically, I reviewed
0: Sanctuary, which I guess technically falls under the seinen demographic. It's a, like I said, political thriller, crime drama. I guess, um, uh,
1: written by Boronson, whose real name is Sho Fumimura. And if you don't know who Boronson is, he is the guy who created the greatest of all shonen series ever, Kudo no Ken <laughs> Fist of the North Star. So you know this is awesome already. <laughs> So
0: basically it it's, it spans 12 volumes over 5 years and it spawned a live action field and an OVA. Basically overview of the story. There's these two characters, one named Hojo and one named Asami. Hojo. Uh, Does Hojo. he
1: work for a company named Shinra? <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn.
0: Would have been cool if crossover if you did though. Be great. So Hojo is a yakuza, but he's not your typical yakuza. He's when you think of yakuza, you think of you know really badass mobster people take no shit from anybody not that hojo isn't badass in his own way but he's just not the typical yakuza guy and the story opens up with the cops basically trying to pin something on him but he's so squeaky clean he has no criminal record they can't pin anything on him because he's just i don't know he's just got no nothing no blemishes against him he's so smart and calculating that they can never arrest him on press charges on him for anything Even though everybody pretty much knows that he's Yakuza. So, it it starts out with him in a police station, and there's these two cops. There's a Mercedes-Benz that's parked outside the police station, illegally. And they're looking at the car, and they said, "Who Who would leave their Mercedes here like that? And then out comes Hojo, and he's getting into his car, and they look at him, and he said... He said that it was his car, and they said, "Oh, oh, we heard that uh, that he was yakuza, but they can't pin anything on him." And he looks at them both, and he says, "Oh, but I am yakuza," and that's it. He just walks away. So as the story goes on, you see him and his assistant Tashiro are going over some details, I guess, with a, a photographer that they had hired out to to get some um, incriminating photos of one of the politicians. In Japan. So basically, they have this Democratic Party known as the Diet, whose loosely resembles the Liberal Democratic Party in, in Japan. And they have an incriminating photo of one of the senior levels of the Diet with a young girl cheating on his wife. So, the photographer pretty much, he wants to blackmail Hojo and Tashiro, knowing that even though Hojo isn't the a Yakuza, the photographer's line of thought is basically, ah, he's not a real Yakuza, he's kind of a pretty boy, he never does anything, I can pretty much hike up my fee, and nothing's gonna happen to me. Well, that doesn't fly too well, then Tashiro and Hojo pay this guy a visit, and pretty much kick the ever-loving shit out of him and take the pictures and the negatives anyway and then pay him nothing and one of a pretty pretty badass scenes after Tashiro had just beat up this guy Hojo takes out his gun and he points the gun at him shoots the gun and the bullet goes right next to his head Hojo looks at him and he says that bullet cost 10 million yen, consider my debt paid. Because he was supposed to pay him 100,000 yen, and the guy tried to hike it up to 10 million yen, and, you know, they weren't standing for it.
1: So well, much, just pretty much said, yeah, your life for the pictures, essentially.
0: Yep, pretty much. That was kind of their way of saying, even though Hojo never gets caught or anything like that, he's not a pushover, he will, you know... Fuck you up. Yeah, basically. Don't take him lightly. So they bring the picture over to the politician, and they basically try to blackmail him. And he throws the picture in their face saying, you know, you're never going to use this against me. I know the Yakuza Dom that you report to. He basically kicks them out. But before he goes, the secretary, I guess, not secretary is the wrong connotation, but the... His assistant? Yeah, the assistant of the politician, his name is Asami, He goes right up to Shashiro and punches him right in the face and basically get the fuck out, kicks him out, and Hojo does nothing. He just stands there and does nothing. And very odd, it seems like there's some kind of connection between Hojo and Asami and in this scene, and it's very odd for him to not stand up and come to the defense of, of uh, Tashiro. Yeah. So they leave, they go speak to the Yakuza Don, and the Yakuza Don basically tells Hojo to back off, you know, saying, we work too hard with this politician back off don't do anything and hojo is pretty annoyed at this and he he tries to start to find out why would the yakuza don be t- taking his side and everything and and it goes into a lot of like i said political thriller political drama and then you get into what the connection is between the yakuza don and the politician and why does Hojo want to take down this politician? What's his motivation? And what's the connection between Asami and Hojo? Asami and Hojo, they are working together. They have their own agenda. They want to turn Japan into their own personal sanctuary. Which sanctuary is... They want to basically mold Japan into what they think it should be. They think that Japan is being run by these old, decrepit politicians in their 60s. And they want to see a newer, younger force rise up and become the political leaders of Japan and one of the characters asked Hojo why did you become a yakuza and your Hojo responds he said because as a yakuza it can take a man a day to do what it would take another man 30 years to do and you find out later on that what he meant by that is I don't want to wait 30 years from now till I'm in my 60s to take control politically in Japan I want to do it now and I want to be the first Prime Minister of Japan to be elected in their 40s, and I want to fill the entire cabinet with men in their 30s. And they basically, they want a huge paradigm shift in Japan. So, Asami and Hojo have strategically positioned themselves into... Asami has infiltrated the political arena, becoming the assistant of the politician, and Hojo joined the Yakuza. They work together in order to get what they want to, to achieve their endgame. And I won't go into too much more. That's pretty much the, the very basic story very very interesting artwork was really good a lot of really great detail in the artwork the characters the models of the characters are drawn very well you, you eventually do get the backstory of asami and hojo and uh how they met and everything like that and it gets into some of the other yakuza members that hojo has come across through um through his time you see how did hojo join the yakuza very good stuff i would um i definitely recommend this manga
1: so out of our five, our five-point rating from take it to the priest, purify it, burn in it pitch from the ashes, to uh, typical reading material, your local psychiatric institute or criminal institution. Get from your crazy mirror, okay, but forgettable. I'd say four. I'm giving him. So four. you're giving it a bar from a friend and don't return unless offered pocky. Yeah, that yeah. good. Not not a sound five. You really interested in it, though. You seem not, like. Yeah. Uh, you know what?
0: I. It is interesting. It's kind of like <laughs> comparing it to movies. It's kind of like you know a really good drama movie and. As you're watching it, you're really into it, but it's not something that I would buy the DVD and watch it over and over. That's how I would say. So I would, I would say, I'm, I would read this manga, enjoy it for what it is, but then once it's over, I doubt I would read it over. So that's why it gets the four.
1: Yeah, this won a lot of awards. It's very, very popular series, and also it's just a lot of people cite this as one of the best works out there because it's not a typical. Anime manga. It's not like a Pokemon or a Dragon Ball Z. It's something that's just like Tom Clancy level of intrigue. Yeah, people say.
0: Yeah, definitely very good, and definitely it's a lot of intertwining storylines. That's 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 pretty cool.
1: It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Now here's a question: Are there giant men who have mohawks who rip off people's heads in this? <laughs> not that I've seen. Damn. <laughs> that's what I would expect from Bronson though, <laughs> or him going. <laughs> but no, I guess not. Oh well. So, so let's get on the other spectrum of things into something a little bit more well, sporty and strange. And this is actually a in series. Surprisingly. Huh. And well, I'm reviewing from what I reviewed from the last episode of the Spark and manga review. I spun and it dictated that I'd be reviewing a manga by Yokusaru Shibata. And that is Air Master. Uh, Air Master. And it was, like I said published by Hokusensha and Young Animal. It originally came out in 97, just 2006. It's 10 years of manga, 28 volumes. There is an anime series and rumors are that they were going to do a video game but they really didn't. And it's a pretty, well, they released it over here. You can get it on a lot of Things it was genion released it, but then I think that's now currently owned by Funimation. I think it has the rights. I'm not entirely sure. And this is a comedy martial arts series. I classify it under sports because it has that old school fighting manga style. You know, not that but not that Tango Tenge fighting style where it's a lot of just panties and boobs and other things. I mean this series has fan service. But it's not intentional fan service. It's like, because the main character's a female, and she do these very intricate moves, and, well, to be honest with you, like, you see upper upper skirt, but it's not sexual. It's just kind of like, uh, okay, whatever. You know, it's like, you just see it like this for the form. Very interesting series. Now, Air Master is about this girl, Maki Aikawa. And when you first see her, you are like, this is one tall and ugly girl. <laughs> I mean, look at her picture. She is that one. <laughs> wow. What would you say about the look? Tomboyish? Yeah, tomboyish, tall, short hair, kind of frumpy looking, but that's just because the art style looks really just odd. It's not very posh, it has a very unusual look to it. It looks kind of, well, I don't know, it looks weird. I just can't get, in that's the one thing I did not like about this manga, is you just can't get into the art style too much. But what happens is that Maki, she was a gymnast when she was younger. And the problem is she got... Now, gymnasts are supposed to be really small. And she grew up to be really tall. Like, she's 5'11". Now, compared to most Japanese people who are like 5'1", 5'2", 5'3", she's a fucking giant. Yeah. And because of that, she couldn't do gymnasts anymore. So she wants to do something. She wants to get that high still. And what she does is she decides that she is going to become a street fighter. I know that's an odd progression, but I mean, the reason why is that she uses... She's a... a street fighter who fights in all these fights and she does it because she uses her acrobatic skills to get that high that she got when she was a gymnast and a lot of times after a fight she'd like do a huge flip move like jump in the air and do this really intricate spin move and knock the guy unconscious and then she'd raise her arms up unconsciously almost and just envisioning in her head the clapping and cheers and applause you'd get from doing a spin off of the rings and landing on your feet it's pretty interesting how She. This is her way to make her feel alive in this. Because she's very graceful, very powerful, and just kind of cool. And most people just know her as the Air Master. She doesn't say her name. She shows up, gets in a fight, beats the shit out of the guy, leaves, and no one else knows who she is. No one knows what her deal is. They don't know much about her. They know that she does a lot of somersaults and leaps and kicks and throws, and she's just really resilient and. The series opens up where she meets four friends, and that is Yu, Michiru, Mina, and Rengi. But they don't start off really as friends. What happens is that they end up meeting through some interesting circumstances at an arcade. Earlier in the first panel, you just see her walk past them and they don't even really notice her. They just say, hey, she's wearing our uniform, she looks like she's new, but that's not important. What happens is that they end up becoming friends over actually a UFO catcher game. Now, for those who don't know, UFO catchers are those little claw games where you put the quarter in, the claw reaches down and grabs a stuffed animal, and you try to get it. And surprisingly, Maki is really good at this, which we're kind of shocked at, but she sort of becomes friends with them. As they're leaving the arcade after this situation, there's a small altercation between these two guys who, well, they liked Mina-chan's huge boobs, and I'm going to say huge because they like the size of fucking basketballs. But either way, getting off topic a little bit. So, these two guys show up, and Yui-chan, who is the most masculine out of the four original friends, also dark-skinned, scares them off by threatening to punch them, and almost punches one of them and he runs away. And as these two guys run off, this guy with dreadlocks shows up and says, Hey, are you one of those new fighters that have been around? You seem kind of like you like to fight. So, hey, you want to take me on? So, he goes and punches Renge, the smallest of them, knocks her fucking down, and then he proceeds to, well, almost beat the shit out of Yui completely, but as he knocks her down, he's like, you know, women aren't really, trying to, this is a men's game, there are no strong women, I want to see a woman who can actually take me on, and Maki literally just jumps up in the air, does a flip, knocks the guy out, and then lands, and her quote unquote new friends, Yui, Mina, Micheru, and Renge are looking at her like their mouths are dropped open, and she's like, oh shit! and she runs off. So the next day you see Maki at school depressed and sad. She's like, oh god I scared them off they're not going to want to be my friend. Everyone's just going to think I'm a freak. I better just tone it down and relax and as she's freaking out she hears someone saying, and all the girls are there and they become her friends and this starts off the series completely with their friendship there. The friendship is a small part of this manga. The main thing of this manga is Maki getting into fights and beating the shit out of people. That's all that matters, and this makes it awesome. The subplots, (laughs) fuck it, I forgot most of it. But the fact is, it's a very cool fighting series. I mean, later on you're introduced to her rival, who's this girl who wants to be a model, who's all sexy, and she's, Oh, take pictures of me, we're gonna have a photo shoot over here. And as they're taking pictures of her dressed in a little skimpy outfit, Maki comes out, and suddenly they're like... Hey, who's that? She looks interesting. Let's follow her on. Wait, 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 but I'm, but I'm here. Um you got, you gotta take a picture. She took my she took my fans. Hmm. That's not fair. She can't take my fans. They're my those are my pictures. They're mine. She can't have it and she becomes all fucking crazy and is like, I'm gonna defeat her. She's gonna be my enemy. She's gonna be my arch nemesis. And this is Kaori Sakayama, and she is just completely obsessed with Maki and wants to beat the shit out of her. And she when you first see her fight she sucks, but later on, she gets all crazy, and she's really just... She's so determined and obsessed with her rivalry with Maki, which doesn't even exist. It's like, uh... Hey, Maki, you know you have a rival? Wait, I have a rival? What? <laughs> it's, it's like, oh, that's just that crazy girl. She just... I don't know who she is. But she's like, she's my worst enemy. I will defeat her. I, Kaori, will defeat her. And she's just very, really loud and overdramatic. Like, all of her scenes, she's just going way too fucking crazy. She just does all this, like... One time she sends a letter, Air Master, I challenge you to this point, and we will meet in this public place. And Maki doesn't show up, and she's like, Why did I set all this up? Maki shows up two minutes later, They all left! <laughs> she still fights her. There's a couple other characters. They give her this love interest who's this writer. Just kind of, honestly, wasn't really that interesting. It was just kind of, well, what the fuck? There's, there's a lot of sexual tension going on with one of the girls who has really big boobs. Like, they re- like they're hinting that they're gay, Lovers are not really. It's That was Mina. That they said, oh, she's she's really cute and she has really big boobs. And everyone loves her. And, you know, she's in love with Maki. But Maki doesn't realize it. It's a whole... Like I said, you read this just for the fights. The rest of it is just, honestly, borrow from a friend and don't return unless offer Paki. Just because it is so out there. So interesting. So unique. So, well, crazy. I know I didn't really get into it too much more of the parts like the fact is that there's a tournament going on that a bunch of fighters decide they want to test themselves against Maki to fight her and well it's like most fighting series it's you got an enemy she gets she fights she kicks his ass she gets a better enemy the enemy's more powerful than her then Maki shows her ability to duplicate the fights Wash, wrench, repeat. And then you use her superpowers, which is this one move called, I think it's the air cutter. Which is pretty cool because she understands how to use it all. Use all of her abilities for just, well, read the series. That's all I can say. Or watch the anime. It's pretty cool and surprisingly girl powery, and in not a very disparaging way. It's not Sailor Moon girl powery Because, like I said, Maki is not super cute. She's not drawn like, I'm so beautiful and shoujo No, she looks actually kind of, well, unusual. It kind of works for the series. really does. Because, I mean, she's not the typical main character. She's not the typical, I have big boobs, I have long legs, I'm this. This girl is tall, kind of frumpy looking, and it works. It's almost a parody itself of all these fighting series like Ikitosan, where it's like, this girl has ginormous boobs, and as she's fighting with her super, thing, her super attack with her sword, her boobs are going up, down, up, down, up, down, mm-hmm. up, down. up, No. It's a much more like I want to say elegant, but not really elegant. It's much more what it is. It's what it is, and it's kind of cool. No, poorly written, but whatever. Hmm. All right, yeah. So Sounds I, all right. like I said, I gotta give this a borrow from a friend, don't return, and I'll solve for Pocky. It's pretty cool, and the fact is that it's worth reading and checking out at least once. As a sports series, it's not that bad. It's not Hajime no Ippo where you're going to read it and you're just going to become obsessed with it and read it until you're 500 chapters in and realize, what the fuck happened to the day? The sun's going down. When I started this, the sun's, sun was going up. <laughs> it's not that level, but it's pretty good. So, yeah, that's what I have to give this series. Oh, that was an okay review. Yours was much better, though. <laughs> oh, oh well, What am I going to say? What am I going to do? Seriously. So... Wheel time? Uh, just about. Remember, you can email us at gmail.com. You can leave a voicemail at 206-350-8462. And... Cal.spyrokin at gmail.com. And it can be on our forum, spyrokin.rapboards.com. Leave us lots of messages and chat with us and actually interact. And we can actually talk to you instantly. Or within an hour. Yeah. Give or take. And so, pretty much... We're going to be using something which is done by Chaos of 99. She sent us a thing on the rapidboards.com. And if you notice, we didn't pimp our sponsors because I'm pretty sure they forgot about us at this point. <laughs> yeah. I'll find out. I'll talk to them later once because my computer just got back yesterday and we'll figure out. So we're going to be re- doing a very special bonus episode of the Spark and Review because we have a very special version of the one, the only... The Wheel of Manga! But today is a very special edition of The Wheel of Manga because we're going to be doing. (laughs) Yes, it is all Moe. All lovely and wonderful and horrible Moe. (laughs) Now, Cal, you know what Moe is, right? Yeah. Yes. Our fans should know what Moe is. If you don't, it's that uberly cute, I want a best friend type podcast where I have a little sister, and I don't want to screw with her, but I want to protect her. But I don't want to screw her, but I do want to fuck her. Yes. Uh. It's all Moe-ish. The only one which isn't Moe-ish is number six. and Number six will have you, well, it's kind of funny, but it'll have you blow your brains out. So, you spin first. Alright, let's go. Good spin.
0: Number seven, sketchbook.
1: Oh, that is a four coma about Dojinchis. Mm. Oh, boy. I think they actually sell this in actual bookstores. And by the way, if you have a chance, go to a bookstore and buy a, books, a book. Support your local bookstores because the fact is they're thinking about closing down a bunch of them. So go to a bookstore, buy two books. That way you can at least show that we're trying to keep our bookstores alive because, hey, otherwise we wouldn't exist, really. Yeah. Because we do read some of the stuff online, but the fact is it's better to buy the book and actually own it. Or if you have a – not even a Kindle, like an actual tangible book. <laughs> So, let's get into what I'm reviewing. Number 3, which is... Sunshine Sketch by Maru Sketch. I have no idea what the fuck that is. Let's find out. Let's look on Wikipedia for what Sunshine Sketch is. Sunshine Sketch is... Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, good God. Why? Why would you why would you do this to us, Chaos of Ninety Nine? Why would you torment me with this? This is evil. I mean sketchbook is evil, but this is really fucking evil, man. Hm. This really Oh god. Wait, what do I expect? It's it's Moe. Huh. So stay tuned for episode one oh eight, the Uber Moe episode of the Spark and Manga review, where we go over Moe and Moe and our hatred of Moe. <laughs> oh well. What? We'll get around to it. Yeah, we'll get around to it eventually. Don't worry, it's September, we're going to be back to normal hours, so that means Wednesday we'll be most likely releasing new episodes, and then Saturdays or Sundays we'll be releasing the movie episodes. So no worries, everything will be all good. (sighs) I hope you enjoy this episode, sorry we seemed a little blah, it's just been a couple weeks and yeah, I got the kinks out again, but either way, I'm Cal. And this is your host, we are Gonville. Have a good day. What do I ever to steal? What do I to steal? Do you know what I have to steal? From that is you. What do